You can't handle the truth. Oh, who's that guy? I never heard of that line before. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, I'm excited about uh, today's category. Yeah. Um, But let's get all the uh, introductions out of the way. Uh, That is George Chapel. I'm Keith Stone. This is George and Keith's Musings. And we are burning up the podcast internet. Um, And you can... uh, the easiest way to find us is where you are now, but uh, you can also do anchor.fm slash GK Musings. Um, that's where you'll find, I think this is like 24 or 25 uh, our episode. And yep. um, today we're going to do, um, am I, are we calling it favorite? Male actors, best male actors. I, uh, I, how how did you think about it? I approached it as more like a favorite. I mean, I'm uh, the, the my list is definitely not the ten best actors that I could think of, but they're definitely the ones I think that I probably enjoy watching the most. Makes sense to me. A guy like when you, well, obviously they have some talent, but a guy when you hear he's in a movie, you say, "Oh, that could be interesting. I like to see that." Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's not you know like you know okay yeah Lawrence Olivier was a great actor but uh, am I going out of my way to watch Lawrence Olivier? You are not no. So so spoiler alert he's not on my list. Okay, I have no silent actors or even like strictly black and white actors. So yeah, uh, I got yeah. I think I think uh, I got a one or two older ones, but yeah, the mo- most of mine you could probably see in the last fifty years somewhere. Uh, I know I know two of them for sure, but we'll get to <laughs> yeah. that. Okay, yeah. I'll go first, the number ten, um, and this is these falls under the category of I just like the guy, and that's Michael Keaton. Um, I liked him early on with comedy. Um, I think when we did favorite movies. Night Shift was up there, but he like he came yep. right out of the gate with like Night Shift, Mr. Mom, uh, Gung Ho, uh, Bachelor Party, Beetlejuice. They're all kind of um, comic movie, comedy yep. movies. And then he did two Batman movies, which seemed strange to me. But I think the I'm not a uh, I'm not a superhero aficionado by any means, but I think. He's generally considered that he, that he did a pretty good job as, as Batman. Yeah, I think I think he did. Um, you know, a c- couple other movies of his that I really liked were uh, The Dream Team. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, where he was kind of like a big big surprise. He played a like a mentally ill guy walking around New York City. And then I, I really liked that one uh, uh, a couple years ago, Birdman. I know it was really polarizing, but I really liked it. That movie was weird. No, was, so so we're polarized. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then he did. We, we were talking about the the founder, about the Ray Kroc. He was in that. Oh, yeah. And then Spotlight was another good one. Um, and that was about like the the Catholic priest, and he was working for a newspaper, uncovering that whole scandal. Okay. Yeah. But um, but the most interesting thing about Michael Keaton is that he was on 
Mr. Rogers neighborhood three times in the mid seventies. No, I, I did not know that. There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, just, that, yeah, that, that warrants a top 10 right there. Absolutely. So you got a number 10. Well, my number 10, uh, probably not someone you'd normally think of for, uh, when you think of, of great actors, but he's, he's one of my favorite comedic actors of all time. Uh, his first name is John. His last name starts with C. And so, of course, I'm talking about John Candy. Oh, I didn't think we were going there. Okay. See what I did there? No, John yeah. Candy uh, was a guy. I mean, he, he, he usually plays supporting roles in a lot of the movies he was in. But he made every movie he was in better. Uh, I think he pretty much stole every movie he was in. I think, I think like Stripes... Although Stripes was really, you know, Bill Murray's movie, John Candy would just was just flawless in in that movie. Um, he was great. Uh, you know, Uncle Buck. I think it was the one movie where he was probably his most famous lead role mm -hmm. uh, as just kind of the <clears throat> the bumbling but but good natured uh, uncle taking care of the kid. Um, I thought he was brilliant on SCTV. Uh, basically every character he had there. Uh, so, so you know, when I'm going through this list, I'm just thinking John Candy is just one of those guys that if he's on the screen, I got to watch him. I agree. I did not consider him, but that's a good one. Um, one of the things about this list is normally you're always telling me, yeah, my top 10 and I've got, you know, 15 people in my honorable mention. And I usually don't go that deep. But I, yeah. I went deeper than normal on actors. Um, there were so many that I considered, and it was, so it was, it was kind of tough to get that uh, the top ten. It sure was. I, I probably got about fifteen honorable mentions too. So yeah, it's a pretty deep list. Yep. Okay, so number nine, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the comedy uh, genre, and I'm gonna go with Bill Murray. Um, he did great movies, like great comedy movies, like Caddyshack, one of my all-time favorites. Um, Ghostbusters, Stripes, Meatballs, What About Bob, Kingpin. It was great, and uh, you know he did all those. Then he did was on Saturday Night Live, which was great. Um, Groundhog Day was still a comedy, but a little bit more serious. And um, so I liked all his work. Uh, he's uh, yeah he's kind of he's, he's really kind of an, an odd duck too he, he just kind of tends to show up in just a lot of weird movies that you don't you wouldn't expect and I, th I think from what i understand he like acts as his own agent too so he's he's like really hard to get a hold of and he just kind of takes these odd projects that interest him yeah going way back i think bill murray might have been on my list of 10 people i want to go to dinner with because he's he's just such an average joe and he, yeah. and he he pops up anywhere. You never know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. That's a that's a good one. I didn't have him on my list either, but yeah, I can't argue with that one. All right, all right. Uh, my number nine, uh, I think, had just three iconic comedy roles, and just because of that, uh, I had I had to put him on here. And another guy that I just always always like in everything he's in great comedic timing is Gene Wilder. Um, you know, Gene Wilder is, as, uh, 
the title role in, in Young Frankenstein, or the title role in Willy Wonka, which is probably the movie that, that really made him a star. And uh, and then also the great role when he was Jim, the uh, the Waco kid from, from Blazing Saddles. Uh, he had a real strong stretch there in the 70s. And uh, uh, just some, some iconic roles. I, you know, the other day, I think uh, Willy Wonka actually was on and he's just one of the, one of those guys where you can kind of like every everything he says is is quotable so uh well one of so, my favorite gene wilder movies is silver streak with richard pryor oh that's, yeah he had and he had those he had the ones with richard pryor he did silver streak and stir crazy so yeah stir, yeah stir crazy too so yeah those were good ones i like they uh, they yeah. were that was not a team you think would work but it did yeah, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor was a very odd pairing. And I guess from what I understand that Richard Pryor was originally uh, the original choice to play the role of Bart from Blazing Saddles, but he, he passed on it for some reason. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Okay, but, my, my number eight, I'm going just for the great diversity of his role, he's known for two things, and he's a, a he's a television actor, but played exact opposite roles, and that's going to be Brian Cranston. Oh, great choice! Uh, Malcolm in the Middle. There was 151 episodes of Malcolm in the Middle, where he was a complete goofball, uh, situation comedy, um, you know, right down the middle, and then he goes turns in to playing. Walter White on Breaking Bad, which couldn't be more different than his yep. character on Malcolm in the Middle. I, I oh yeah, I completely, I completely agree. Um, now, you know, yeah, just oh, go ahead. We know what he played. He played Tim Watley on Seinfeld yep. in five episodes, but did you know he played? He was in four episodes of King of Queens, where his character's name was also Tim. Is that right? I didn't know that. I and he, too, I didn't, ruin, didn't know that. And then even going, um, I think he was trying, his agent was trying to appeal to the older crowd. He did two Murder, She Wrotes and two Matlocks. I, I saw one of the Murder, She Wrotes he was in. Yeah, really, real young guy. He would have had yeah. to have been, but uh, I don't know. Is Brian Cranston cashed in? Has he been in any movies? The only movie I can think of, I know he did a couple. The only one that I remember seeing was Argo, and you know, and Argo was was you know, it was a good movie. Um, but yeah, I, I think definitely he's most known for the, the two roles you mentioned. Yeah, I just gave him his props for diversity of roles. So that's a sign of a good actor if he can pull both those off. Absolutely. All right. Uh, my number eight. This is this is the most old school guy on on my list, and he's showed up on on a couple of movie lists that we've done. Uh, but it's, it's Jimmy Stewart. I think Jimmy Stewart, uh, an exceptional actor who just did you know a, a real long career. Um, with, with a number of really notable roles. And, uh, uh, we talked about It's a Wonderful Life, which is, is, is just a classic. 
Um, they did a Harvey, who was great in that with the, the Invisible Talking Rabbit. Um, again, we went on to do, do some Westerns in, like in the 60s. I think his actual last movie was uh, Five Will Goes West. He, was an, he had a voice and he, a, <laughs> he voiced like a character called Wiley Burp, where, where he kind of like, uh, it was kind of like a take on some of his old crusty Western characters. Uh, a movie also, by the way, that had uh, someone else on my, on my list. I'll, I'll talk about him later. Uh, so Five Will Goes West is a must see. Five Will Goes West has got two of my favorite actors in it, Jimmy Stewart being one of them. So, uh, so, yeah, I highly recommend that to everyone. And he also did Rear Window, which was a, a Hitchcock movie. Yep. And um, that was really good job because he was like, it was the movie was basically just him. I mean, it wasn't much going on. It was, it was him in a room yeah. looking out and seeing what he was seeing out in the world. Absolutely. Yep. So, Which, which is hard to pull off. Um. Yep. Okay. So Jimmy Stewart, that's my number eight. What do you All right. seven? Number seven is back to mostly comedy, but involved in a, certainly a non-comedy movie. And we've talked about this guy before. It's Jason Bateman. Um, just because oh. I like him. Yeah. Um, Arrested Development. And then he did movies. He did like Horrible Bosses. Um, Identity Thief was a good one. Dodgeball. He was in, and now he's he's in a uh, Netflix series called Ozark, and yeah, I don't, yeah, it's he's done two seasons on that. It is outstanding, but that is not a comedy role by any means. It's really good, and so I like the guy anyways. And now he's showing a little bit of range, so I can like him even more. Yeah, I'll, I'll to, I've got to put Ozark in the queue. I got to remember that one. Uh, okay. I, I have often said that I, I think Jason Bateman may be the, the greatest uh, straight man in comedy history. And because and he's, he's just in his in arrested development, he really carries that show just being the 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 one island of sanity in, in amongst the chaos. Yeah, we've talked about that before. And yeah, it's yeah, absolutely true. All right. My number seven uh, is another is one of those guys who is mostly known for two hugely iconic roles. Uh, some people remember him as best as, as Han Solo and others as Indiana Jones, but Harrison Ford uh, is my number seven. Uh, he, he was the one, you know, in, in Star Wars especially, when the whole cast was largely a, a group of, of unknowns except for Alec Guinness. Uh, Harrison Ford is the one that really went out out of that cast to have a, a lengthy, uh, successful career. Uh, and you, you wouldn't think he could do outdo Han Solo, but then when he, when he came back as Indiana Jones, uh, I think I think he really did, and I think that be, became the uh, the uh, lasting uh, role of role of his career. Uh, to the extent that even in a Seinfeld episode, when when George walks in wearing a fedora, uh, you know Jerry references, you know calls him Indy. So so if you so if you get a, if you get a good Seinfeld reference, that that uh, that got to say something. Yeah, it moves you up on our list. Yeah, regardless. Oh, that's a good one. He's not on my list, and I kind of forgot about him. But that Harrison Ford is good. I like him. Plus, um, also has the benefit of having two presidents for his name. 
Whoa. How about that? That's pretty deep. And who knows what this middle name is? Middle name is probably Nixon or something. Could be Harrison Nixon Ford. Yeah. Okay. I just blew your mind. You did. It's All blown. Right. <laughs> it didn't take much, buddy. Yeah. Um, number six. Now we're getting into, well, on my list, heavy duty guys. And this is how difficult this was. Number six, I've got Jack Nicholson. And okay. I love Jack Nicholson. Um, he is a three-time Oscar winner, uh, as good as it gets, terms of endearment, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Um, I liked him best in, well, the, as the Joker and Batman. Yeah. Uh, a few good men, as Colonel Jessup, as you referenced off the top. Yeah. Um, the Departed was a great movie um, with Leo DiCaprio. Um, the Shining was very good. Um, I think The Shining is probably my favorite role of his. Yeah, what well, he that really made him because I mean, he was nuts, and so yeah, you knew who Jack Nicholson was after that. Yep. And then he was in Chinatown. That was a good one too. Yep. But what you might not know is that he was in two episodes of the Andy Griffith Show, <laughs> and and even more crazy. He played two different characters. Okay. So somehow this guy came back on the show, and they're only a year apart. So he came back, and he was a different guy. Well, that's kind of weird. <laughs> and Barney didn't didn't seem to notice, huh? Well, you know Barney wasn't going to notice, but I thought Andy would be on to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Andy, he's, he's like the top TV dad of all time. He should be aware of that kind of thing. I know. All right. So he must, he must have been leaving Opie alone, so no big deal. Okay. Uh, my number, my number six, he's kind of like right in, in that, he's like prominent right through that same era, uh, that Jack Nicholson was, uh, this guy, his first big role was in one of my favorite, uh, comedies, uh, but Dustin Hoffman, uh, Dustin Hoffman, of course, you know, came to stardom in, in The Graduate, uh, went on to, but just had some, uh, some really stellar roles, and he had played very diverse characters. Uh, you know, he was in uh, Tootsie, um, and you know, maybe his best role was was Rain Man. Uh, you know, for and he won he won an Oscar for that. And uh, I do recall that when we went to the Tiger Game earlier this year, you, you quoted Rain Man, quoted Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man, where you're talking about that you were a very good driver. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. An excellent driver. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hoffman uh, was also an excellent driver, and he's my number six. Yeah, he's on my honorable mention list, so that's how good this list is. I mean, Dustin Hoffman is excellent. I liked, yeah. And like you said, Rayman was probably my favorite, but he's been in, in you know, a dozen really, really good movies. Yep, great role. Uh, number five, I'm going with Denzel Washington. Okay. Um. He won Oscars for Training Day and Glory. Um, and he's also been in Malcolm X, uh, Flight was a pretty good one. The Equalizer, which I just kind of recently saw, and there was an Equalizer 2 out, which I have not seen. And then kind of one, like an like a, uh, underrated movie I just saw was Roman Israel Esquire. Okay. Where he's a lawyer. Um, it was very good. Remember, the Titans might be one of his most famous ones. Yeah, that, that I think that movie's on at least once every weekend. 
Yep. And then what a lot of people have forgotten that he was on St. Elsewhere on TV oh, yeah. for for six seasons. He was on there for a long time. Wow. But but um, Denzel, can, he could play a lot of different roles. And, um, you know, I really, I really like him. Yeah. He's really good. He's one, of, I think he might be one of Sarah's favorites too. Training, training day was a, was a really great role for him too, because that, he really just kind of like, you know, it was almost like Brian Cranston. He just kind of like came out and just played someone totally different than what he was. I mean, he played a really bad guy. Yes, he did. And he did it, he did it really well. And if you've never seen Flight, he was, He's a he's kind of a an ass in that movie too. Okay, so it's out of character for him normally. Well, your number five, Denzel Washington, was also in a, one of the big movies from my number five, Tom Hanks. They both appeared in Philadelphia together. Oh uh, uh-huh, yeah, Tom Hanks. That was the first movie that he won an Oscar for, and then the next year he went on for in uh, Forrest Gump, which I Forrest Gump is just another one of those movies that I that I really really love. I thought he uh, he really elevated himself to another level. Uh, also, in in the movie um, A League of Their Own, I absolutely love the no crying in baseball speech. So that uh, that's all that's always a winner. Um, and then I, I thought in Saving Private Ryan, which is one of my all time favorite movies, uh, you know he he played the the central lead character, you know, character in that one as the uh, captain of the group of rangers that went behind enemy lines. And so, uh, you know, and then, and then, I mean, you can just go on and on about Tom Hanks, Apollo 13, another, another great movie that he did. So, uh, well, maybe we will go on and on about him later on. Perhaps we will. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm on number four. Yeah. Um, okay. Another big hitter. Um, well known as uh, one of the greatest actors of all time is Robert De Niro. Um, he won Oscars for Raging Bull and Godfather Part Two. Yep. But I liked him in movies like Goodfellas, um, The Untouchables, Deer Hunter, uh, Taxi Driver, and um, Midnight Run was real good with with the Charles Grodin. I think was in that. That was a funny. That was a funny movie. That's a weird combination. And, but then I don't know what happened. He got off on this comedy tangent, and I liked Meet the Parents, and then the first like Meet the Fockers. But then he's got he's gone way over the edge now. Too much comedy, and a guy like De Niro, who's done all these great dramatic films, yeah. I think. I think he's miscast and all that. Yeah, that could be. You know, there there is a, you know, speaking of, of De Niro and movies about comedy, uh, one you didn't mention, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's another Scorsese movie that he did called The King of Comedy. Yeah. Right. That was a great movie. It was, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a comedy. Although he played this guy, it was, he played opposite Jerry Lewis, of all people. Uh, and he was this guy that was trying to make it big. He thought he fancied himself a stand-up comedian, but he ends up ends up kidnapping Jerry Lewis. It's, it's almost it's almost this. It's a very similar character to Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver. But that was that mm-hmm. was a great movie for him. So, what's your opinion on De Niro and the comedies? 
Are you disappointed I, in him or what? I I did I liked I liked Meet the Parents. You know, Meet the Fockers, which I also had, you know, Dustin Hoffman. So we got a couple of our, our big guys on on that mm-hmm. list. Yeah. I can't say that I've yeah. I haven't seen a lot of the comedies because I guess I'm I'm probably not drawn to them. I think the reason that Meet the Parents works so well is because you're expecting him in a dramatic role. And then he comes out and plays a very effective comedic role. But then he kind of he kind of have to go has to go back to the world of drama. I think. Yeah. Yep. I I'm with you on that. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure I've seen all the comedy movies either. It's just, I'm just turned off by the whole the whole thought of it. So I just yeah. let it go. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number four. You may not have heard of this person because it's it's not. Just not one person, but I'm I'm calling the, my number four selection, Paul Robert Newman Redford. It, oh, is this legal? Okay, all right. I'm, I'm well. Work work with me here because Paul Newman or Robert Redford by themselves probably wouldn't make the list, but the the, the two movies that they did together, uh, The Sting, and Butch Casting of the Sundance Kid, uh, they were they were so so good together. They were one of the one of the greatest movie teams uh of all time but you know i can't really tell you a whole lot of just paul newman movies or, or even robert redford movies that i've that i've seen but the two together i absolutely because those, those two movies that they did i absolutely adore i think they're two of the, the greatest movies of all time uh so i can't put one on without putting the other on and i can't put one above the other so i'm just i'm just kind of mushing them both there into number four all right, so you need to get a room with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. Uh, but that's okay. That's good. Um, and you're right. I'm trying to think of, wasn't one of them in, no, it wasn't in that one. I was going to say A Star is Born, but that was Chris Christopherson. That, that's right. Um, I think Robert, well, he did that. Robert Redford, he did one with Barbara Streisand, The Way We Were, but I don't, I don't think I ever saw that whole movie. Okay, and, so that's you know, why I knew I had Barbara Streisand in my head. Yeah, so that's that's well, terrible. I'm, I'm okay. sticking to I'm the the two headed monster. I'm sticking with. Hey man, it's your list. They can <laughs> write all the angry letters to you at uh, gkmusings at yahoo.com. They sure can. Okay, and I'm sure this guy's going to be on your list somewhere. But number three on my list is Clint Eastwood. Okay. Um. He had all the spaghetti westerns that we've talked about, High Plains Drifter, and uh, I'm sure you can, when you get to the, listing them, you can tell me all those well, names I'll, of those movies. I'll tell you right now, he's number two, so I'll, I'll just talk, we'll, I'll, my two and your three, how about that? Okay, so and then, you know, the Dirty Harry movies was great, um, Million Dollar Baby was good, Gran Torino I enjoyed, yep. um, Escape from Alcatraz. Um, in the line of fire when he was um, uh, like Secret Service, but what you well you know he was on the Rawhide TV show for a long time. Yep. But here, did you know he was on an episode of Mr. Ed? No kidding. He was, and his name was Mr. Eastwood. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Did Mr. Ed talk to him? Uh, I can't, I don't know that much about it, but he was like, uh, 
He was like their neighbor or something like that. So tell me your Clint Eastwood stories. What do you uh, love about him? I mean, most. I mean, he he's another one that's got like Harrison Ford. He has two just highly iconic roles. One was, uh, you know, Lieutenant Harry Callahan in the Dirty Harry movies, and also the Man with No Name in the uh, in the spaghetti westerns that he did. Uh, but he's ever, you know, he's just one of those guys. He commands the scene when he's on. Uh, just two of the, you know, two or three of the greatest lines of all time, you know, go ahead and make my day, uh, you know, always is on top of a lot of those lists. Mm-hmm. So he's it, it, just kind of like a, he's a man's man actor and, uh, and does, and it, he did, he kind of got a little bit into the comedy too, like with the every, you know, any which way but loose and that stuff, but. Yeah, but I dis- yeah. disappointed me in that too. So, do you remember we had a Clint Eastwood poster in our dorm room? It was it was the uh, the man with no name, wasn't it? Right. With, yep. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. With the poncho, yeah. So, yep. So yeah, waking up and you know seeing Clint Eastwood every day, yeah, that's my number two. Girded our loins for the day. Sure. Okay, so back up and tell me your number three then. Okay, my number three is uh, well, it's one of the greatest comedic actors of all time. His name is uh, John. Last name starts with a C. And it's John Cleese. So I, I knew we were coming here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we had to get there. John Cleese, uh, probably the greatest comedic actor of all time. Uh, you know, with the, the classic Monty Python movies, and then he came, even kind of broke out on his own. Uh, showed up in uh, A Fish Called Wanda, which is a great movie. He's the only actor I can think of that is actually in both the James Bond franchise and the Harry Potter franchise, uh, which you know, two of the biggest English movie franchises of all time with a lot of different actors, but I think he's the only one that's actually in both of them. So, How uh, many Bond movies was he in? He, would, he did, I think he was like, I think he played M in the, uh, the Pierce Brosnan ones. So he's probably in three or four. Okay. Okay. Well, I had sent you an email earlier in the week, and he is now on, he's got a bit part on a sitcom. If you just want to see him and, and you know, kind of moon pie over him, he's a, it's a show called Speechless. It's on ABC on Fridays. Okay. I don't particularly like the show, but I do know that he is, he was on there like last week, and he's on, He's definitely on there tomorrow. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll keep an eye out for that. So set your DVR, and <laughs> your heart will just your heart will go with thumping. That I will do. All right. Okay. My number two is Sean Connery, um, but not for the James Bond movies. I've never. I watched the James Bond movies and. He was the best James Bond, I think. But I liked him for movies like uh, Untouchables. I keep talking about that movie. Yeah. Um, the Rock, you know, when they're on Alcatraz. Yeah. And uh, I Hunt for Red October. I like that movie. Um, and he's just, I don't, you know, he never tried to not have that accent. And it was such a cool accent. Yeah. Um, it was, it was great. And he was, he was a man's man, no doubt about it. Yep. And 
Um, yeah, yeah, very, very Clint Eastwood like that. So yeah, our number twos have that in common. Yep, very good. Um, he, uh, I also really liked him in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I thought he and Harrison Ford had had great, great chemistry together. Oddly enough, he's only a couple years older than Harrison Ford, so he played his father, but they're really close in age. I wouldn't have thought that, but okay. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, they're only a few years apart. All right, I'll do my number one since we've already mentioned him, um, and that's Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks, hands down, is the greatest actor of our generation. Um, everything he's in is so good, and you got to – think that he started in Bosom Buddies, which was a yeah. terrible TV show. Yep. But but somehow he pulled it he pulled out of that and we talked about saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And he won an Oscar for Castaway, um, Apollo thirteen League of Their Own. One of the one of the movies you didn't mention was in his early comedy days was Money Pit. With okay. Shelley Long. Yeah. And I thought that movie, I don't know if you remember the scene when the bathtub falls through yeah. the floor and he just starts laughing because yeah. it's all he can do. And I think that's one of, like, one of the best scenes ever. And of course, he's Woody in Toy Story. Oh, absolutely. And I've told the Andy and Woody story yep. a million times, so I won't do it again. But I think Tom Hanks is the best bar none he, he, is, he is a great one he had kind of a slow start because he did a lot of those just kind of those 80s comedies that you didn't you, you had no idea that he'd become like the huge mega acting star that he became but one of those 80s uh, com comedies by the way was was uh splash uh that he did with, oh yeah uh, yep. another, another john candy role where they, they were actually were brothers john candy were brothers and uh, you know, again, just a yeah, great, great pairing there. Okay, what's your number one? Well, my you number one, you've you've talked about already. You had him on your list, but I've got Brian Cranston at number. Wow. One. Uh, I you know, yeah, he had, he had you know some good beginning, good comedic beginnings as as Tim Watley, and then as as Hal, but then. Uh, I I just I cannot get over how good he was in Breaking Bad. How you know he kind of started out as as the good. I mean, we've talked about this a hundred times, but he started out as the good guy, and he just got darker and darker. But even all through that, you know, they would still throw in some light comedic elements uh, that kind of harken back to his you know his Malcolm in the Middle, where he he was uh, he was a really smart guy, but he he could kind of be an incompetent boob sometimes too, and he just he played it. So well, so uh, yeah, huh. yeah. Brian Cranston, I just is is my most favorite guy to watch. Uh, that is interesting. That's good. Um, the uh, the Hollywood snobs would look down your nose at like a a TV actor like that. I'm sure. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, that's our list. So take it up with somebody else. <laughs> but guys, I wish I could have included. I like like the like Dustin Hoffman, but I like Tommy Lee Jones, um, Kevin Spacey, and okay. a guy I really wish I could have squeezed on here is Rob what? Lowe, just because oh. he's so prolific, and his role in Parks and Recreation just cracks me up. He's 
He is really good. And he never gets older. I want to know the secret. He's looked like he's 22 for 40 years. Plus, he did those great Rob Lowe commercials a year or two ago. Yeah. And he's got yeah. some more commercials going now. But um, okay. I don't know. He always, he always tickled me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know a couple of that I kind of like uh, that we, you know, others that we haven't mentioned yet that I, I really like. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is a guy that I, I kind of thought of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jack, the Marx Brothers, I love a lot of their stuff uh, going, going way back. Uh, another great Monty Python guy is Michael Palin. Uh, another great uh, Seinfeld guy is Jason Alexander. So, yeah, I was kind of like all all over the place with these guys. But, uh, yeah, those, those it was a tough list to do. Yep. Yeah, Jason Alexander is like a, a Broadway guy, so it would be tough for us to reference a lot of his stuff. Yeah. But he is good. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's – don't worry, me too, people. Next week we're going to do our favorite female uh, actresses. Yeah. And, uh, and hopefully it will be as competitive as the men. But this was – I've got some good ones. Okay, good. All right, George. Um, like I said, we are George Chapel and Keith Stone, and this is George and Keith's Musings. And uh, hope you keep listening to us, and we'll keep pumping out the content for you. All right. We just came Look- up with a bunch of ideas of some new stuff. So. Yep, looking forward to it. All right, George. Have a good evening. All right, man, you too. Okay, bye.